Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome in, podcast listeners. Right off the top, I want to tell you this week's Wins and Losses podcast, Rachel Bonetta. I think you guys are going to absolutely love it. She is the host of Lock It In, the show that I am on daily from uh, at 4.30 to 5.30 Eastern. Encourage you to check out that podcast exclusive. And we are breaking down the biggest story in the world of sports and one of the most shocking Andrew Luck's decision to retire, plus we go through Florida, Miami, and Arizona, Hawaii. What did we learn from college football week zero? All that and more. It's OutKick. Encourage you to download the podcast and give us a rating, and also enjoy the Monday episode, which begins now. OutKick the coverage with Clay Travis, live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern. 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Welcome in to the Geico Outkick Studios. And I got to tell you, bunch to get to this Monday morning as uh, we get rolling here with the show for the week. But I don't remember a sports story that was more shocking to me than Andrew Luck deciding to retire and to receive that news via social media, Twitter, Adam Schefter's Twitter account, during late action of that Florida-Miami game. I think it was late in the third quarter, if I'm not mistaken, of Florida-Miami. I, at first, did not believe it was real because there are so many people on social media now that create fake accounts and try to make you believe that news that is crazy is actually real. And so I clicked on the to make sure it was the real Adam Schefter like 20 different times 
before all was said and done to make sure it was actually him. I mean, this is seismic. I think this is the biggest retirement in sports since Michael Jordan retired for the first time. There have certainly been several relatively young man sports retirements in the NFL. Andrew Luck retiring at 29 years old. Gronk just retired at 29 years old. Calvin Johnson retired at 30. Barry Sanders retired at 30. So Gronk, Calvin Johnson, and Barry Sanders are all Hall of Famers. But a player who is not a quarterback retiring around the age of 30 isn't as big of a deal to me because in theory, if Andrew Luck were healthy, Drew Brees is 40. Tom Brady is 42. Phillip Rivers is in his upper 30s. You can play the quarterback position, particularly the way that quarterbacks are protected now, for much longer than in years past. Peyton Manning was an old man, relatively speaking, by the time he left. Even John Elway, who grew up in a different era, played for a very long time. So my first thought was complete and total shock. Because as recent as July, before we knew about any issues with Andrew Luck's health, I was on Lock It In television show. I go on saying, hey, I like the Colts as a Super Bowl contender. I like Andrew Luck as an MVP contender. The guy threw 39 touchdown passes last year. And if you go back and watch the way the Colts played down the stretch last year, certainly you can ask Houston Texans fans, The Colts didn't play well on the road against the Kansas City Chiefs. But man, they were on fire down the stretch of last year's season. Now, I also have said, as recent as last week on this show, and if you listen to us talk to Dr. David Chow, who joins us every single Thursday, I was leery of Andrew Luck based on what happened before with Andrew Luck when suddenly he set out for an entire season. And the Colts had been saying that he was going to play up until that point. I've been telling everybody for the last couple weeks since this news initially came out about his ankle and the fact that the Colts didn't necessarily know whether it was his calf or his ankle, high, whatever it was. I said, you can't draft Andrew Luck in your fantasy league. And I know there's a lot of you out there listening right now who that news came down a little bit late for. And by the way, Shouldn't be blaming Andrew Luck for retiring. You should be blaming whoever runs your league for having you draft before the third week of NFL fantasy, uh, before the third week of the preseason is over. Because most starters are not going to play in the fourth week now on these Thursday games. But man, I I saw a guy over there who who drafted back-to-back in his fantasy league early Sunday or early Saturday morning, Lamar Miller and Andrew Luck. Well, so much for that season, buddy. But if you, yeah, sorry for sorry for that guy's uh, poor one out for that guy's fantasy football season. But if you break down the decision by Andrew Luck, it is it, it's wild. And I think again the biggest retirement decision in the world of sports since Michael Jordan retired and went and played baseball for almost two seasons. Now, I also don't think Andrew Luck's done. The Colts paid him the $24.3 million that he was otherwise entitled to. 
And I think the reason they're doing that is because the Colts really don't believe Andrew Luck is done either. If he goes off and he comes back healthy and he is able to be in a decent position uh, in a couple of years down the line, I think that there is the possibility that he comes back just like Jordan did. I don't buy into the idea that Andrew Luck is done forever. We have so much to unpack here, but I want to let you listen to Andrew Luck in an abrupt press conference wearing an Indianapolis Colts long sleeve t-shirt. Nobody anticipated that this is where things were going with Andrew Luck, but here is what he had to say. This certainly isn't how I uh, envision this or plan this, uh, but, but I am going to retire. Uh, this is not an easy decision. Uh, honestly, it's the hardest decision of my life, but it is the right decision for me. For the last four years or so, I've been in this cycle of injury, pain, rehab, injury, injury, pain, rehab, and it's been unceasing, unrelenting, both in season, both in and off season. And I felt stuck in it. And the only way I see out uh, is is to to no longer play football. It's taken my joy of this game away. You never could have imagined walking away from football at the age of 29. Yeah, I, I'll be honest. I didn't imagine retiring when <laughs> I didn't imagine retiring until two weeks ago. So, I, uh, but no, I, I didn't think of it in that way. No, no, it's been the honor of a lifetime to represent the horseshoe and the city of Indianapolis, both on and off the field. To Mr. Ursay and, and, and your family, thank you. Thank you so much. I am so grateful to have been drafted here. Your unwavering support is incredibly appreciated. I cannot fathom another owner who loves their team as much as you do. And I, we feel that as players. We appreciate that as players. It permeates through the building. I'd be lying if I didn't say I heard the reaction. Yeah, it hurt. I'll be honest, Chap. It hurt. All right. So Andrew Luck, who has made over $100 million. Now, he left around potentially $50 million. We'll see what ends up happening on that contract. He left some money on that deal. Not to mention, if you look towards the future, he probably could have signed another major deal for 35 30, whatever the number is. Russell Wilson's getting $35 million a year. I don't think it would have been crazy for Andrew Luck to think that he's worth $35 million a year. He left a lot of money on the table. Financially, there are so many details to unpack here, but I think one of them is, dude's got $100 million. If you have $100 million, is your life really going to change if you have $200 million? And, 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 and I don't mean that in like a, a flippant way because obviously there's a $100 million difference. But if you don't have your health and you've got an extra $100 million, the health and time are two things that money really can't buy. So if he legitimately fears for his health and mentally he is just overwhelmed, you got $100 million in the bank, take some time off and disappear. I'm going to be honest with you. There are lots of times, and I bet there are a lot of people out there listening right now who feel the same way, there's lots of times I'd like to disappear. I'd like to be able with my young family to just disappear for a year and go travel around the world, take them out of school, and not have any obligations anywhere and be in the financial position to be able to do that. I'm not, but I'd like to do that. 
if I had $100 million, would I still wake up every morning at 4.30 and do this show? Maybe. But probably not. Be honest with you. I'd probably decide, you know what? I'll go ahead and sleep in occasionally. I've got $100 million in the bank. And I know there's a lot of people up right now who are driving into work, hate their jobs, aren't excited when the alarm goes off because it's Monday morning. But the reason why you are doing that is to try and provide usually a better life for you and your family. And how many of you would get out of bed and still go to work if you had $100 million in the bank? Probably not that many of you. And I find this decision to be so utterly intriguing because there's so many different levels for us to unpack here. And we're going to do that during this hour. And by the way, if you're a huge college football fan, we're going to talk about Florida and Miami. Blood bank guarantee hitting. Under. Ugly, ugly game. We're going to talk about that. But primarily, I think this is an intriguing window into professional athletics, particularly football. Because one of the things that I have learned in doing this job is I've gotten to interact with a lot of former NFL players over the last 10 to 12 years. I did a radio show with a good dude, Blaine Bishop, who put his body on the line every single game for the Tennessee Titans when I was doing local radio in Nashville. And over the years, I've I've been fortunate enough just to get to know a lot of former NFL guys and even some college guys whose bodies have betrayed them while they were in college and I think one thing we completely underrate as casual fans this is something that I would raise my hand on and say you know what I just really didn't comprehend or understand it on any level is the degree to which NFL players put their bodies through the ringer I mean just get absolutely destroyed while they are playing the game that they love. Such that if you get a lot of NFL players and sit down and talk with them, especially multi-year veterans, look at how many of their kids don't play football. I mean, it's a huge number. These are great athletes, right? Big, strong, fast, tough. Look at how many of their kids play baseball. Look at how many of their kids play basketball. Look at how many of their kids decide to do something other than football. Because especially in the NFL for that first generation that might not have any other way, football is their path out of oftentimes lower socioeconomic status. That's why legendary Oklahoma Sooner coach Barry Switzer said, you know, the poorer the kid, they won't quit on you because they got nothing else to go back to. This is it. They're going to make it or not make it. And if they don't make it, the drop-off isn't, oh, okay, I've got a degree and I'll go ahead and I'll... Ideally, it would be that, right? Oh, Ideally, it would be, okay, the reason why you go to college is, oh, you go get a degree, and if it doesn't pan out for you in athletics, you're going to be able to make a living doing something else. But a lot of guys... A lot of guys who go off to college basketball or college football from lower socioeconomic positions look at it as, I'm going to make it here in sports or else. There's nothing else there. And so 
I think when you get to a position like Andrew Luck is in, when money and taking care of your family is no longer the motivation in your life, oftentimes mentally you can sit back and have some very difficult decisions to make. And I think we underrate the physical and the mental toll that playing NFL football takes on your body. Particularly if you're in a situation where you've had some nagging injuries like Andrew Luck has and you can't get healthy. And I think he said he was asked in that press conference, I watched the entire press conference late Saturday night, he was asked whether it was kind of the proverbial straw that broke the camel's back. Like, was there one thing where it was just too much? And I think for Andrew Luck, it was finally just knowing that your body may never be 100% again, which is why I think he'll come back. I think he'll spend a year or more away from the game. I think he'll get completely healthy. He'll travel with his wife, which, by the way, is a pretty awesome thing to get to do, particularly before you have a lot of kids. Just the two of you can go experience, disappear. Remember, if you remember... Barry Sanders hopped a flight to London when he retired, if I'm not mistaken. He was like, dude, I'm just going to Europe. I want to get away from being surrounded by American football fans who are going to quiz me about why I'm leaving, why I'm retiring now. And I just, I think he hopped a flight to Europe. And next thing you know, he was getting off in London. And I bet Andrew Luck will get outside the country pretty quick. Because as soon as Andrew Luck gets to Europe or Asia or Africa or wherever or Australia or New Zealand or wherever he goes around the world, you know what Andrew Luck's going to be? Just another bearded dude traveling the world who's an American. Because they're not going to know him, by and large, unless other Americans see him when he's out and about in Europe and Asia and Africa, Australia, New Zealand, seeing the world getting healthy. He's just going to be like any other 20-something grungy, bearded dude walking around in sandals, shorts, and a t-shirt checking out everything all around the world. And I think that ability to kind of become anonymous is probably pretty seductive to him. I think that ability to just get healthy, just be able to have some beers, kick back, walk around in Italy, eat some pasta, go swimming in the Mediterranean, I think all those things will get Andrew Luck back healthy. I think he needs to recharge both emotionally, maybe spiritually, certainly physically, and then I think he'll come back. And I think that's the reason why Jim Ursay went ahead and paid him. I think Ursay has that wandering spirit himself. If you've ever followed him on Twitter, he's an interesting dude. And I... I think he understands the point of needing to get your batteries recharged. Now, when we come back, I'll dive into the Indianapolis Colt fan reaction. Some people there, substantial number, booing as the news came out. And I'll explain to you why that doesn't surprise me and also why I don't necessarily hold it against Colt fans for reacting emotionally in the moment there based on the decision that came down from Andrew Luck. But we'll continue to unpack this 
Huge story. The biggest retirement since Michael Jordan. And I think much like Michael Jordan, this one's not going to stick either. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts? You know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of BF Goodrich tires, shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Welcome back, Geico Outkick Studios. This is a confident show. Uh, and a couple different contextualizations on how good Andrew Luck was in his first six NFL seasons. Most passing touchdowns in their first six NFL seasons. Dan Marino with 196, which is just off the charts. Particularly if you consider the era in which he played even more impressive. So that's off the charts, Dan Marino in his first six years. Dolphin fans, you still don't have a quarterback since Dan Marino, but at least if you lived in the past, that's incredible. Andrew Luck, 171. Peyton Manning, 167. Russell Wilson, 161. Those are the four best starts to an NFL career all time. Marino, Luck, Manning, Russell Wilson. Most passing yards in first six NFL seasons. Peyton Manning, number one overall. Dan Marino, number two. Andrew Luck, number three. Matt Ryan, number four. So Andrew Luck, in his first six years in the NFL, is all-time number two and all-time number three in touchdowns and in passing yards. So why would he walk away? Listen to Andrew Luck's injuries through six NFL seasons. Torn cartilage in two ribs, partially torn abdomen, a lacerated kidney that left him peeing blood, at least one major concussion, a torn labrum in his throwing shoulder, and the calf ankle issue that seems to have been the final straw for him in terms of not coming back this year. Now, the big story, I think, partly was the way this story broke. During the middle of the Florida-Miami game, via tweet from Adam Schefter, while Andrew Luck is standing on the sideline in a preseason game with the Indianapolis Colts, he was not prepared for this news to get out when it did. When the news did get out, it began to circulate around Lucas Oil Stadium there in Indianapolis. The fans were not happy. Andrew Luck was asked about uh, about the booing and whether he heard it in his retirement press conference immediately after the game. This is what he said. I'd be lying if I didn't say I heard the reaction. Yeah, it, it hurt. I'll be honest, Chap. It hurt. So Andrew Luck says it's hurt, it hurt, and there's a lot of immediate reaction raining down anger on Indianapolis Colt fans for their behavior. But I'm going to be honest with you, this reaction doesn't particularly surprise me at all. And I think you have to consider the context in which it happened. 
first of all, these fans are inside the stadium when they suddenly receive word that the team that they're paying a ton of money to go watch and the quarterback that they believe will one day lead them to a championship, the quarterback that they have spent a lot of time and money investing in and that they know is one of the best in the NFL has suddenly decided that he is going to retire. Fandom is, by and large, an emotional experience. You attach your emotions to a team, to a player, to a city's pursuit of a championship. And when you find out that a guy is walking away who is going to make your team immensely worse in terms of their chances to win a championship and who indeed may well reset the entire franchise because you go from, hey, we're one of the favorites to potentially win the Super Bowl this year to, well, we might be going back into the draft next year maybe to take a quarterback in the first round. Maybe Tua, maybe Justin Herbert, maybe uh, a situation where you pursue Jake Fromm. That's pretty jarring to any fan and any member of any fan base. And so your immediate reaction is anger over the sudden decline, precipitous in nature, of your team's chances to win. And who do you blame for that occurring? The quarterback of the franchise, Andrew Luck. So the reason why Andrew Luck makes $100 million playing football is because of the extreme fandom of the individuals in that stadium. The reason why those fans react with such vitriol, some of them, and boo, is the same reason that fans cheered, many of them in Toronto, when Kevin Durant went down with his injury until Raptors players told them to calm down. It's the same reason that fans cheered Ray Rice when he showed up wearing uh, a, a Ravens jersey after he knocked out his fiancée and we got suspended by the league. It's the same reason why lots of Kansas City Chiefs fans cheered for Tyreek Hill when he showed back up at training camp. It's because fans are amoral. Fans don't care about anything but winning. Deep down, deep, deep down at their essential core, a fan will forgive anything so long as you are a member of of his tribe or her tribe. Sports is tribal. You put on the right colors. You put on the right right team insignia. And you will forgive just about anything if that person makes your team more likely to win. Simultaneously, you will tisk-tisk and bring out all your morality when it comes to anyone who is on a rival tribe and behaves in a nefarious fashion. You will say, oh, that fan base, they're awful, when in reality, deep down, all fans are pretty much the same. They defend any player or any coach that makes it more likely that their team is going to win a championship. As soon as they decide that player or that coach doesn't make it more likely that they're going to win a championship, they turn on them. That's what happens. And so whether it's, LeBron James deciding to leave Cleveland the first time to go to Miami 
and fans pulling out his jerseys and burning them, or whether it is Andrew Luck deciding to retire, the reaction is immediately negative. Now, after fans have a little bit of time to think and they pull back from the immediate emotional response, they recognize sometimes how ridiculously they have behaved and feel a little bit ashamed of it. And I guarantee you, there are people right now listening to to us in Indianapolis who were in that crowd booing Andrew Luck as he left the field that since they've had time to process this news, now feel bad about the way that they behaved. Social media is an emotional medium, which is why people often say such ridiculous things on it. Fandom is primarily an emotional medium, and it's why oftentimes players and fans end up at loggerheads with one another because players respond in many ways logically. This is what they do for a profession, and so when a guy like Andrew Luck walks away, you're going to have a lot of players defend him because mentally they've been down that path and they know how challenging it can be from a mental and a physical perspective to keep the drive and passion in order to compete at a high level in the NFL. And once that's gone, you have to go out and either you take a paycheck without giving all the effort, which ultimately gets you degraded and criticized by fans, or you decide to retire, like Andrew Luck, like Calvin Johnson, like Barry Sanders, and like Rob Gronkowski has done. I'm going to open up the phone lines, 877-996-6369. Let me bring in Eddie Garcia. When we come back, we'll take some of your calls reacting, and I'll bring in the crew. We're unpacking the shocking news. I think the most shocking news in the world of sports retirement since Michael Jordan hung up his sneakers for the first time. Obviously, Jordan came back a couple of times after that. I think that Andrew Luck, if you were asking me to bet, is not completely done. We'll see whether or not he is. He remains under contract with the Indianapolis Colts. If he decides to come back in the years ahead, they would have the rights to him. But in the meantime, Eddie Garcia, what you got for me? Want to remind you real quick that on now back to Clay Travis and the Geico Outkick the Coverage Studios. That Steelers Titans game, by the way, was pathetic. The NFL preseason is just a joke. Even bad college football and Florida Miami was bad college football dunks all over the NFL preseason and fans know it people want there to be stakes in the games that they watch the NFL has got to remedy its preseason mess and by the way NBC what in the world were you thinking with that awful camera angle that made me feel like I had uh like uh what like I was gonna pass out I couldn't see anything couldn't see the ball it's like watching the all 22 I'm not trying to do film study just entertain me and show me a game. We come back. Uh, we'll open up the phone lines, 877-996-6369. I only want to hear, by the way, from people from Indianapolis or Colts fans about what they thought. Uh, and I'll bring in the crew. This is OutKick on Fox Sports Radio. This is OutKick, the coverage with Clay Travis. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Pirelli tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer 
installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Pirelli test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Welcome back, Geico Outkick Studios. I set it up. I said I just want to get calls from Colts fans, so I want to hear from Colts fans now. Indianapolis only, 877-996-6369. Dub, who should we go to first? Uh, We got Pete in Indiana. Pete, what were you there? What do you think? All right, is Indiana going to go full-on Kentucky here and be unable to actually share their opinions with us? Who's up next? All right, let's try uh, Jeremy in Indiana. Jeremy. Yeah. I mean, I swear to God. Put, pause here for a second. I, I, I've been doing this show for four years. Four years I've been talking to you guys early in the morning for three hours. I don't understand how people still don't understand how to talk on the radio. And I, I, I think me reacting to idiots who are unable to talk on the radio is oftentimes more entertaining than the idiots trying to talk on the radio. A part of me thinks that I should just forever say we are never taking another phone call on this show. I'm, 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 I'm totally intrigued by that idea. We got a poll question up, by the way. Uh, do you think Andrew Luck is done playing in the NFL? Simple yes or no question. Do you think Andrew Luck will play in the NFL again? Yes or no? Uh, You can go vote on that at Clay Travis on Twitter. All right, Dub. Is the third time the charm here? Uh, We got Pete back. Let's give him another chance here. We got Pete in Indiana. All right, Pete. What's up? Yeah, just feel like if we would all cheered the other night, we'd all been getting raked over the coals. If you had cheered, no, you would not be getting raked over the coals because you'd be cheering okay, for just, a quarterback who has done a tremendous amount for the city of Indianapolis and had a lot of success in his six-year tenure there. Why would it, No one would criticize the city of Indianapolis or the Colts fans if you guys had been cheering. Cheering him to that he's retired, I just felt like it was a no-win situation there. That was it. That's my opinion on it. I felt like, and then we nationally, everybody just be saying, um, we're glad he's retiring. No, that's a bad opinion. First guy who calls in, awful opinion. There is literally not one person on the planet who would be criticizing Colts fans for cheering Andrew Luck as he walked off the field. No one would be thinking, oh, Colts fans are excited that Andrew Luck retired. That's literally not an opinion that anyone with a functional brain could have. Bad start for the callers from Indianapolis. Who's up next, Dub? Oh, we got Jeremy in Indiana. Jeremy. See if you can follow up the worst call again. All right, what do you got, Jeremy? Yeah, I was just saying, I mean, I was there that night because I'm a season ticket holder. And yeah, what did I you do? And I walked out before the news came out and it came on my phone and I heard all the fans moving because the windows was open. Yeah. And I just thought, I call them fair weather fans. They only cheer when we're winning. They only cheer for a player when they're doing good. They don't realize what the guy put himself through the first four or five years. He came into a O-line 
that would stop a mighty Mike player from high school. Yeah. Uh, it's just when you get hit over and over and over, I support him. And like you said, I think he's going to take a year or two off, and we'll see him back. Will it be with us? We don't know. But I'll support him no matter what. I mean. Yeah, thanks for the call. Look, I, I don't begrudge fans reacting emotionally when they get that news. I mean, this was really poorly handled in terms of the way the news came out because he's on the field during a preseason game and suddenly the news breaks. Now, I don't blame Adam Schefter for breaking the news. It's a huge bombshell news story, the kind of thing where you had to look at your phone multiple times in order to be aware of what had taken place. And when you oftentimes get news that strikes you emotionally, and especially if it's shocking news, you react sometimes in a way that is not ideal. And every single person on the planet knows exactly what I'm talking about. Like sometimes you get hit with an unexpected bit of news and your immediate reaction is not what you would want broadcast to everyone. And everybody's checking their phones and they're getting that news in the stadium and they're like that dude is down there on the sideline he's fine he did a workout last week we didn't even know that he might not play till two weeks ago that he even had a significant injury and now he's not going to play anymore I think that reaction from fans is not particularly surprising to me and I don't think it's an indictment of Colt fans everywhere I also think this is where you have Peyton Manning as the predecessor to Andrew Luck and Peyton Manning put his body through a lot and would just never would never allow himself to quit until he wasn't physically able to play anymore and I think that juxtaposition between Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck also factors in here also Colts fans have had an embarrassment of riches in a quarterback starved league you guys have gone from Peyton Manning, one of the two best quarterbacks I think all time, alongside of Tom Brady, maybe better than Brady if he had gotten to play with Belichick, to Andrew Luck with no collapse in the middle. I know Manning didn't play for that year and you guys stunk, but you passed the baton from one Hall of Famer to another outside of Green Bay going Favre to Rodgers. It almost never happens that you go from one Hall of Fame quarterback to another Hall of Fame quarterback without somebody in between. So the embarrassment of riches there, and now Colts fans are like, we got Jacoby Brissett? Maybe we're going to turn into the Miami Dolphins. Maybe we spend the next 20 years trying to find the guy that matters. We've got him right now. He can win a Super Bowl for us, and oh my God, he's leaving. We'll come back. We'll bring in the crew. We'll see what they think. Uh, This is OutKick. Appreciate you spending your Monday morning with us. Maybe we'll take a few more calls. Indianapolis Colt fans and Indianapolis area callers only. 877-996-6369. This is OutKick. Thanks for spending your Monday morning with us. We're unpacking Andrew Luck here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of OutKick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Goodyear tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install 
installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Goodyear test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Live from the Geico Outkick Studios, what is available in all areas? How about Outkick? Appreciate you guys spending your Monday morning with us. We are unpacking one of the most shocking retirements in sports history. News Saturday night coming down that Andrew Luck had decided to walk away from the Indianapolis Colts at the age of 29. I think it's the most shocking news in the world of sports retirement since Michael Jordan. There have been other NFL players, relatively young age, Rob Kronkowski at 29, certainly Calvin Johnson at 30, and Barry Sanders at 30. But to have a quarterback who at the age of 29 was really kind of still just coming into his own, Tom Brady is 42, Drew Brees is 40, Phillip Rivers is in his upper, upper 30s. It's not uncommon. Peyton Manning played until he was almost 40. Not uncommon at all for quarterbacks to go well into their upper 30s. This is truly shocking news. Impact. What is the impact overall from a gambling perspective? Here's how much the Colts' odds shifted with Andrew Luck's retirement, according to Odd Shark. And by the way, we'll be talking about this a lot on Lock It In today uh, as we get ready for the start of the NFL season and as we enter into college football week one. Super Bowl odds for the Colts with Andrew Luck 16 to 1, without him 50 to 1. Win the AFC South, even odds, basically 50 50 that the Colts were going to win the AFC South. Without him now, the Colts are up to plus 450. How about win total? With Andrew Luck, the over under for wins 9.5. Without Andrew Luck, Colts 6.5 win total. Week one spread, the line versus the Chargers. Chargers were a three-point favorite. Now the Chargers are nearly a 10-point favorite, a full touchdown difference, which is a massive difference when it comes to the overall line. That's the impact of Andrew Luck on the Colts and Andrew Luck off the Colts. Do we believe Andrew Luck will play again in the NFL Poll question is up. You can go vote. Do you believe Andrew Luck, pretty simple, will play in the NFL again? 4,000 of you have voted in the first 15 minutes. You can go vote at Clay Travis on Twitter. 66% of you, two out of three of you saying no, you do not believe he will play again. 34% of you saying you believe he will play again. Put me down in the category of individuals who believe he will play again. But a seismic impact, not just on the Indianapolis Colts, but on the entirety of the NFL. We bring in now, let me bring in the crew. Danny G, when you saw this news, did you see it first on Twitter? And if so, were you like me, where you're hitting Adam Schefter's Twitter account like 20 different times to make sure he actually tweeted it, as opposed to it coming from somebody pretending to be Adam Schefter, which sometimes can happen and you'll get people hoodwinked on fake news. I don't know why that's a thing, 
I don't know why it's like, oh, I'm going to make up something totally not true and try to get people to believe it, but it is. And this thing I was kind of blown away by. It's exactly what I was doing. I was watching the Camping World kickoff just like you, and when I got the Shefty notification, I was literally like rubbing my eyes, looking at it over and over, and then I'm like, well, this can't be a real – this has got to be the fake account, and so I'm double-checking it. And then I'm thinking, did his his account get hacked? Then I go to your Twitter account, and you are asking the same exact question on your Twitter account. And at that point, I'm like, wow, this is crazy. Then they announce it on the broadcast that we were watching. At that point, it, it became real to me. And it's super sad because as an NFL fan, it's been really enjoyable to watch Andrew Luck play. I've been watching him since he played here on the West Coast at Stanford. So here... In California especially, we have a long history of watching him play amazing at that position. I really hope you're right that he's going to take a little bit of time off, heal up, and miss it to the point where he wants to come back. I know the reports are that his wife is pregnant with their first kid. I don't have any kids of my own yet, but my mom had enough for all of us and then some. Anytime she had a kid, I, I know my stepdad, he liked it at first. But then after a little bit, he get, he was like, okay, when the newness wore off and there was just a lot of diaper changes and bottle feedings and crying, he couldn't wait to get out the door and go to work. So I'm wondering if hopefully Andrew Luck has enough of that and is like, okay, let me get back to some quarterback. Yeah, I mean, he was specifically asked whether the pregnancy had any impact, and he said no. Yeah, I did hear that, and I get that for the retirement, but I'm saying on the flip side, the other side of and things. He wants a reason to get outside of the house. Yeah. That might be the case after you've had enough of your first kid and the newness wears off. Do you believe he's done? I don't think so. I I am going to say he takes two seasons off and then comes back. Which would still be relatively young at 31 if he were 100% healthy. What do you think, Dub? Is he done, and how stunning was this? Can anybody think of a more stunning story in the NFL? I, I mean, we've had a lot of unexpected stories, but I'm not sure in terms of bombshell, oh my God, I can't believe this is real. I'm not sure where else you would put it. I mean, OJ was not really an NFL story, you know, 20 some odd years ago. and But that was kind of like an, oh my God, I can't believe it story. And there have been a few college football stories, like the Bobby Petrino motorcycle hiring his mistress, and suddenly he loses his job. There have been some of those kind of situations, but to me, this is on a different caliber. That's why I went all the way back to Jordan's first retirement with the Bulls. To me, this is all the way back. I mean, that that to me is is where we are uh, in terms of shockingness of a retirement story. Way more shocking than Gronk or Barry Sanders or Calvin Johnson. Not that those weren't big stories, but this is just a different caliber Dub, could you believe this? Where were you when you saw the news? Well, I was with a bunch of friends watching the uh, Week Zero kickoff, just like everybody else probably, and one of my friends, you know, announced the room, Andrew Luck just retired, and literally half the room just started laughing. I mean, no one believed it. We all got on Twitter. We all checked. We all triple-checked, and we were all just totally shocked, and I'm, I'm with you. I've been thinking about it for a few days, trying to think of a more shocking sports story in my life, and I can't really think of one. I know people on Twitter brought up Aaron Hernandez, but... I mean, to me, that doesn't really – this is more shocking to me, in my opinion. But, yeah, I mean and, – and as far as him coming back, I kind of I, – I think he's going to stay retired. I mean, his, he has gotten absolutely destroyed in his six years in the NFL, and I think 
you know, you could kind of tell in his press conference how difficult a decision this was, and I think he's I think he's done. Just to go back, you think Aaron Hernandez being a serial killer was less surprising than Andrew Luck deciding to retire? Well, I'm in terms of shocking, I mean, because there's always been reports. No, no, because, I mean, his gang-related activity was not news. I mean, people knew that. I'm, I'm, someone in a gang killing somebody is not that shocking, right. you know, just in the, on the I, surface. I, I think those are a little bit different. Like, I, I'm going to go with Aaron Hernandez being a serial killer and playing for the New England Patriots being more surprising. But in terms of pure football news, right, like pure sports news, I think this is – the most shocking since Jordan retired. There have been things that athletes have done off the field where you're like, oh my God, I can't believe X athlete did Y action. And Aaron Hernandez, OJ Simpson, there are other guys out there who've done crazy things and you've been like, Ray Carruth, I can't believe that those ended up happening. Ray Lewis even potentially with the the stabbing incident outside of a Atlanta area club. All of those things can be like, oh my God, I can't believe they occurred. But in terms of pure sports, I don't remember the last time I saw a pure sports news story and thought, oh my God, I can't believe this really happened. Eddie, do you believe he's done? I don't. Um, I, I. It seems to me, I know he, he was saying that he's thought about this a lot, but it's, it seems to me this was a decision made out of pain and frustration and I think those things can go away with time and he takes a season or two off and he starts to feel good again and he's still a relatively young guy and you know there's going to be a demand for quarterbacks in the NFL I I could definitely see him coming back I think that's why the Colts paid him out this contract I mean I think Jim Ursay is definitely thinking at some point in time we're going to sit down and have a conversation about whether Andrew Luck wants to come back to football and I don't want him to be embittered over the way that I treated him He's worth way more than what we're paying him a year when he's healthy. And my franchise is already wildly profitable. I want to make sure that I maintain great relationship, a great relationship with Andrew Luck. What about you, uh, What about you, Roberto? Do you think he's coming back? I don't think he's coming back. He retired because, he said he, because he's tired of the injuries, doesn't want to rehab. What's to say that that's not going to happen again, that he's going to get hurt again? I don't think he's going to come back. And the uh, shocking news story that for me was when uh, – Magic announced that he had HIV. Yeah, that's a good one. He had HIV and he had to retire. I was a teenager then. That was very shocking to me. Yeah, that's a great one. Um, and I thought about that a little bit. Jordan was after the the Magic Johnson retirement, which is why I said the Jordan retirement was that this was the most shocking since then. But I think certainly for anyone who remembers Magic Johnson announcing that he had HIV and that he was retiring as a result, that was like a jaw-dropping moment because – it was such a supremely talented athlete, and HIV and AIDS was such a terrifying um, uh, disease at that yeah, time. Yeah, I remember thinking that Magic's going to die, you know? That's- yes. And, I mean, Magic Johnson basically has gotten healed from HIV and AIDS since. So, uh, essentially, I mean, I think they say they can't detect it in his bloodstream, and he doesn't. He seems to be pretty healthy. Uh, when uh, when you see him out and about. All right, so that is one aspect of this. Here's another aspect. Andrew Luck has $100 million, roughly. He's made $100 million. Let's say that he's invested it well and he's made solid financial decisions and we don't have an Adrian Peterson-like situation where all of his money has disappeared. Let's presume that he's been smart with it financially and that he's still got a ton of that money. How much money would it take for you to just walk away and stop working? 
Because this is an intriguing question to me. A lot of people, I think, initially think, oh my God, think about how much more money he could have made. But at the age of 29, if he's already made $100 million, which he has, and presume that he's invested it decently, at some point, the money is to such a level that you really can't spend it yourself if you are being a decently you know, reasonable person. And you start to think to yourself, okay, the money that I'm making now is really just money that I'm going to leave to my sons, my daughters, my, my heirs, whoever they may be, because it's unlikely that I'm ever going to be able to spend this money. How much money would it take for you just to tap out and say, I'm not working anymore? Everybody can have a different number, but that is also a really intriguing question here because Andrew Luck has the luxury of having made so much money that he doesn't have to keep going to work. And so there are people out there this morning driving into work who are like, I'm not that sympathetic for Andrew Luck. Like he made a ton of money and I got to keep going to work. Okay, yeah, that's true. But if you suddenly had $100 million, if you won the lottery, what percentage of people in America continue to go to work whatever job they have after they win $100 million? Most of us are working for compensation for that work. But what happens when you reach the level that the money isn't really the integral part here anymore because you have more money than what you know what to do with already? And is Andrew Luck's life really that much different at $100 million as opposed to $300 million? Let's say he continued in his career, played till he was 36 or 37 years old, and then he retires with $250 million. That certainly could happen and could have occurred with Andrew Luck's career. He might have even been able to get to $300 million. Is his life really that much different with $250 or $300 million than it is with $100 million? $100 million to me is a dollar figure where like, you get within hundred, close to $100 million. It's like whatever. To me, $20 million is like... FU money, by which I mean it's hard to think of you being in such a bad financial shape that if you had $20 million in assets and you were just being somewhat reasonable with it, you could easily not even touch the principal and live on a million and a half a year for the rest of your life and still have that $20 million in assets, not even be touching your principal. So what dollar figure would make you, because I do think that factors in here, I think if Andrew Luck had $7 million, I don't think he walks away, right? Like Dak Prescott right now has made $2.5 million in his career. This is, he's about to enter his fourth year. If Dak Prescott was financially, was mentally and physically tapped out, I don't think there's any way he walks away having made $2.5 million when he potentially could make $150 million in the next few years. But if Dak Prescott had $150 million already, I could see it. What's your dollar figure, Danny G? Is there a dollar figure where you'd be like, I'm done, I'm out, I don't need any more? This is a really good question. Um, I've been doing radio since I was a kid, and I love radio, so I can't imagine not being involved in it somehow. I mean, vacations are awesome, but there does come a time where too much vacation, you know, at the end, maybe you don't know this, but 
at the end of the week, you're like, okay, I'm ready to go back to work. Not everybody feels that way, but what we do for a living is enjoyable, can be. So I would want to be involved in broadcasting somehow. So if I had millions and millions of dollars, I would at least want to be in business as an owner. So I would buy a network or a radio station. Yeah, that, that's a different. I mean, there are different aspects. Like if you are, you're saying you are just, that just being an employee is what is your question? Yeah, like you're do like Andrew Luck is an employee right now. Like yeah. unless his goal is to buy an NFL franchise or. And and some people want to do that, right? Maybe Peyton Manning one day wants to own an NFL franchise, in which case you're like, you got to make a billion dollars, right? Like you got to make as much money as you possibly can, like Michael Jordan did. And if Michael Jordan's goal is to make a billion dollars, and I think it's fair to say also that basketball and baseball tend to tend to not take as much physically out of the body as being a football player does. And it's less likely that on every single play your career could end. But what dollar figure employee that's important like being an owner being an owner of something is different and obviously it's not like you're gonna if you have a hundred million dollars and I would bet Andrew Luck is a Stanford guy I bet he's going to get involved in venture capital I bet he's going to look at business opportunities it's not like he's never going to work again but he has a lifestyle now suddenly after quitting football where he can get into bed and he can wake up at any time he wants, theoretically, for the rest of his life. Like, there's never a point in time where he's going to have to have his schedule set by somebody else who he's working for. What's the dollar figure that you would need to get to in order to be willing to tap out? Good I would question. say $5 million. $5 million in L.A.? You think, like, well, hey— Well, just to take a break from being an employee. Yeah, I, I just said five mil. Five million sounds like a lot of money, but if you're going to stay in LA, like I don't, I don't know that five million would be enough. Just off the top of my head, to live in live in LA at five million, I don't know that I would feel safe enough in a city like Los Angeles. Now, if you're telling me I've got five million dollars and I'm going to live in a rural part of the country where I can buy the most kick-ass house imaginable for. $600,000, right? I mean, like an insane house, which yep. you could get in many rural areas. For I like would move next door to you. Five or six hundred grand. Uh, and then, then, and then I, I would buy the network different. and have like, you on a short leash. Every now and then, you can drive around. Like when I drive down to the beach, I'll go through a lot of lower Alabama and like rural areas. And guys who are pro athletes will sometimes retire back to the towns that they're from. And you'll just come by like... Chuck Person lives in lower Alabama now, and he made a ton of money. I don't know how much he has left now, but he's got like just this incredible spread in a rural area, right? The rifleman back in the day, home of Chuck Person. Like every now and then, there are guys like that. Kirk Haston uh, was a first-round NBA draft pick, made good money, went back to middle of nowhere, Tennessee, where he's from, right? And so where you live can factor in on how much money but i'm curious what about you dub like what do- you're 25 you may have no clue what dollar figure though would you be like i'm out i don't need any more money yeah i haven't really put too much thought into this yet seeing as i am only 25 but i mean five or ten million you know i i, I get out of here go go play golf every day probably move out to the texas hill country where it's not quite as expensive as the big city and uh just kick it Play golf every day. There's a lot of people who who would do that. Like just wake up every day and play golf. My number for a long time was twenty million. I was like, I think if I had twenty million in assets, then that to me is fu money. It's not like I'm a billionaire. I'm going to do whatever I want. 
but it is $20 million to me was the dollar figure that it would be I'd be hard pressed to ever run through that money and also I'm I'm already thinking now as the dad I'd like to leave money to my kids but I don't want to leave so much money to them that they become insufferable douchebags because there are there's an element out there there's that becomes your fear if you have some success is you don't want your kids to be spoiled brat entitled douchebags and there's some dollar figure I know it's partly how they're raised and everything else but money is a big part of that and them having insane amounts of money. Like, I don't know how many kids Jeff Bezos has, but it's going to be hard on some level, I think, for Jeff Bezos' kids to not be total douchebags. Now, maybe they'll grow up and they'll be fantastic human beings, but having access to that kind of money tends to make one, I think, more likely to be a douchebag by far than they ever would have before, particularly if you don't make it yourself, because if you're just inheriting it. What about you, Eddie? You've been doing these updates since uh, since World War II, since you stormed the beaches of Normandy. What kind of dollar figure would you need to just walk away? Andrew Lux got made around $100 million. Uh, what dollar figure to you and you're just out? A, a lot less than $100 million, but uh, I, don't, I don't know, maybe $10 million? Whatever it is. Look, I wouldn't buy a new house. I wouldn't even buy a new car. I'm very comfortable and happy with where I live and everything I've got. The only thing I would do, obviously I'd wouldn't want to work anymore and i would travel i mean that yeah. the trip i went to london where i met you yep uh was my first trip out of the u.s and yep. i i absolutely loved it and i would do a ton of that I, that's where that's where i think the andrew luck thing makes sense to me and i said that in the opening hour of the show he's 29 he just got married his wife is pregnant so we'll see how much they could travel now i don't know how far along she is on the pregnancy but in theory, they could just hop a plane. Let's say she's through the first trimester and she's not going to theoretically have any issues for a while. In theory, they could just hop a plane, go to Europe, uh, go to Asia, you know, and have an unbelievable lifestyle. Uh, I almost would rather do that than start to have the kids because once you have the kids, it's a lot harder to travel. But yeah, I mean, just being able to go anywhere in the world you want and not having any reason that you have to come back to stateside. I think, or in the United States, right? Like you can get in a uh, get an awesome kick-ass RV if that's the way you want to roll, uh, or just get a, a car and just drive around and spend as much time seeing things as you want. I think that would have a lot of appeal. Uh, what about you, Roberto? What's a dollar figure? Hey, you're in my mind. That's uh, I'm a, I'm a thousand year, so uh, give me five million. I'll retire, get an RV, travel all around the U.S., go to every ballpark there is to see, and then travel the world if possible. Yeah, I mean, I think it's 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 an intriguing question because there's lots of people out there who are saying, oh my God, I can't believe Andrew Luck would do this. But I think if you take it outside, just pretend that he's not doing what you wish you could do, right? Because I think that's where a lot of people get hung up on. Oh, I would give anything to be an NFL quarterback. And if I were an NFL quarterback, I would never stop. But take it outside. Let's presume that Andrew Luck is just really good at football and he just happens to do that for a living. This is why people were always surprised I practiced law. They're like, you went to law school, and then you left to write and talk about sports. Well, I didn't like being a lawyer. So some people are like, well, I would always dreamed of being a lawyer. I would never – every lawyer, just about, like 90 to 95% of lawyers, and there's a lot of them listening to me right now on podcasts or driving into work, everybody in a law firm has a plan to not have to practice law anymore. Not to say that making a living practicing law – is an awful way to make a living. Certainly, there are much tougher jobs. There are jobs that pay less. But every lawyer just about is trying to get outside of the practice of law somehow. 
five or ten percent of lawyers genuinely love what they do and those people have a lot of success most other people are trying to get outside of the practice of law they're working towards an opportunity to escape and trying to make as much money as they can find another pathway all of those things so for Andrew Luck Take away the fact that he's playing football, and I think the way you have to contemplate this is, what if you had the opportunity to leave whatever profession you have right now? I love what I do. I love my jobs, but I work a lot, 80, 100-hour weeks. If I had $20 million right now in the bank, I'm not sure that I would continue to work 80 and 100-hour weeks. And I'm not sure that I continue to do the exact same thing that I do now. Maybe I would. Uh, I don't know. I hope that's a problem that at some point in time I get to address. But I do think that's the way you have to think about it. Andrew Luck has more money than he could ever spend in his life. And he doesn't love what he's doing anymore. How many of you, if you had more money than you could spend, would continue to do your jobs? Probably not that high of a percentage. We come back. We'll unpack a little bit more about this, but I also want to dive into college football week zero. What did we learn from Florida, Miami, and what did we learn from the uh, Hawaii-Arizona game? That's still to come. This is OutKick on Fox Sports Radio. This is OutKick, the coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! 
What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their trick of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Kumo tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installation near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their kumo test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Welcome back, Geico Outkick Studios. So let me go ahead and get an update from Eddie Garcia, and then I'll talk some about Florida, Miami. Where in the world is he? Did he leave again? All right, let's get you. Well, uh... hold on, hold on a second. <laughs> what? Uh, first of all, we've got to have a trial on you because you've been bailing out at all times. Where were you just now? I didn't think you would go to me this early. You never go to me this early. It's 6.33 my You time. go to me at like 45 past the hour usually. What What are you doing in there otherwise? Where were you? I'm here. Yeah, but what were you doing? I was reading something on the internet. So did uh, this, the trial, I mean, this is, all right, give us the update and then we got, we got major things, major issues here. Yes, this is more important than talking about Andrew Luck, but- Online car shopping can be confusing. But audio- Products not available in every state. Now back to Clay Travis and the Geico Outkick to Coverage Studios. All right, final segment of this show. We're going to have to have a trial for Eddie. Uh, do, I, do I have to be here for the trial? Yeah, you have to be here for the oh. You can't leave. You can't leave for the trial. In fact... This is going to hurt my commute home. Uh, well, I know, but you still got another hour. This is we're gonna, I'm going to cross-examine you, so we're going to talk about this. But I want to hit Florida-Miami first. Florida Miami, this is this is amazing. This college football week zero, it was the highest rated ESPN college football game in three years. Going all the way back to I believe they had Ohio State, Michigan was what I saw in November of twenty sixteen was the last time more people watched a college football game on ESPN. It was awful. Florida and Miami were both atrocious. Now, if you want to take away a positive, Florida's pass rush sacked Jaron Williams 10 times they dominated on the line of scrimmage Felipe Franks however for Florida is awful 
He is not a good quarterback. Other than getting him close to the goal line and allowing him to quarterback sneak the ball, which he's very difficult to tackle. He's shifty down near the goal line. He's got some Tim Tebow, Cam Newton-esque skills in terms of just being big and physically strong and tough to tackle down near close to the goal line. That's an advantage that I think that Florida Gators can take advantage uh, of with him. But the interception that he threw with about four and a half minutes to go would get most quarterbacks benched in high school. It was an atrocious decision. Now, you can say that Dan Mullen didn't make a good choice in allowing him to throw the football there, but you have to trust your junior quarterback not to make that throw who's played as many snaps as Felipe Franks has. And then at the end of the game, all the trash talk and grabbing the football and punting it into the crowd, this guy is, I can't imagine that Dan Mullen is enjoying coaching him, having been had Tim Tebow and Dak Prescott and all of the other talented quarterbacks that he's had over the years. Felipe Franks, not very positive, long range for him, I don't think either this year or next year as a Florida Gator quarterback. Maybe he's going to get substantially better, but he's not very good right now. And worst of all, his decision-making is not very good. And he doesn't recognize the field. He's just not a quarterback that is in control under uh, under center in any way. I would not be very comfortable with him if I were a Florida Gator fan. Yes, you won the game, but I don't think Miami's offense is very good. Their offensive line was garbage. The Florida Gator defensive line ate them and spit them out. But it was such a bad game and such a poorly played game that it was like Florida wasn't willing or able to shut the door on Miami. And if you were watching late, Miami has a fourth and 34, and the Florida Gators commit a pass interference penalty. The only thing they couldn't do in that situation pretty much to avoid just having to take a knee I had the under in this game, the blood bank guarantee hit, but it took 10 years off of our lives the way this game played out. It was an ugly, ugly, ugly performance by both teams. It was a defensive struggle, bad tackling, just not a very solid effort all around in that contest. On Arizona, Hawaii, big win for Hawaii. Incredible play by one of their defensive linemen to track down Khalil Tate as it looked like he was going to scramble in for the win on the far for the tie on the final play of the game or Ke- Kevin uh Kevin Sumlin could have decided to go for two that game happened late at night we gave you the over in that one the over hit easily so we were 2 and 0 in our opening opening gambling picks that I gave you out on Friday but I think the biggest takeaway here is that college football week 0 is going to become a mainstay because it was wildly popular. The audiences were fantastic. I think this is an indictment of the NFL preseason because it demonstrates how much fans want, even if they're not great games, how much fans want to be able to watch real football that really matters compared to the pale approximation version that the NFL is tossing us out for a month in a row of preseason football when really the only storyline is is somebody, I'm sorry, Lamar Miller, going to get hurt or not before the actual season starts? Uh, Okay, when we come back, trial of Eddie Garcia. Also, we will talk about the latest on the Canadian Grizzly Bear uh, slaying. Top of Hour 3, we'll go back in for more Andrew Luck news uh, from Indianapolis. 
Greg Doyle, columnist for the Indianapolis Star, is scheduled to join us at the top of Hour 3 and talk Andrew Luck. Encourage you to go download the podcast. Lots of good stuff already in the show, in the books, if you're just waking up right now. Also, the new Wins and Losses podcast is up. Rachel Bonetta is the guest. It is fantastic. It is podcast exclusive. If you type in my name on iTunes, you'll find it. Make sure you've listened to those, whether it's Kirk Herbstreet, whether it's Paul Feinbaum, whether it is Jason Whitlock, uh, Greg Sankey, SEC Commissioner, Mike Leach, Washington State Head Football Coach. The podcasts have been pretty phenomenal, and your feedback has been outstanding. But up next, Eddie Garcia on trial for his update failures. This is OutKick on Fox Sports Radio. This is OutKick, the coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock, and there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes, cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with, hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks 
tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of hand-cooked tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their hand-cooked test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Welcome back, Geico Outkick Studios. All right. I mean, we've had Andrew Luck retiring. We're talking a lot about that. We'll have Greg Doyle on next segment. Just talk some about Florida, Miami, Hawaii, Arizona. Big story out there, though. A lot of Twitter action. A lot of people want involved. It's time for the trial of Eddie Garcia. Do we have trial music? Pressure, obviously, coming back. Perfect. I don't know if we have, like, do we have the people's court music in the background or anything like that? Yeah, Roberto's about to fire it up right now. All right, so before we even play the people's court music, uh, there are at least three different exhibits that I would like to present as the uh, prosecuting attorney here to the OutKick audience. This is when I think Eddie started to go off the rails. Now, you know, I mean, the guy did storm the beaches of Normandy, and he's been doing updates for 70 years. So, you know, it's not a surprise that his mental faculties would begin to slip. But the first time that I think we had real issues potentially with the updates was when Eddie Garcia dropped an F-bomb live on the air. Here's what it sounded like. Geico out. Uh, out <laughs> hello. The Geico out F the coverage was a aggressive play. All right. So that was that was the first. I think that's when Eddie got rattled. All right. Then this is last week. I am going to uh, – I'm ready to go to Eddie to get his opinion on something. He's literally just given us an update like 30 seconds beforehand, and I toss it back to Eddie to get his opinion, and this is what it sounded like. There's no doubt who's in charge in that situation, and he just let him know just by playing the songs. Eddie, I mean, this is this is amazing, right? Did Eddie bail again? He couldn't wait. To, <laughs> couldn't wait two extra minutes for the show to end. What is going on? Like with him leaving the minute he does his last update, there's only three minutes left in the show. He can't even sit at his desk for three more minutes. He's got to beat the LA traffic. It's traffic, man. It's oh, you got to be kidding me. On that day in question, Eddie Garcia did the final update at 5.51. The show ends at 5.54. I went to him at 5.52 p.m. This is, I mean, at a.m. Pacific time. He was not there. And then just in the last segment, I go to him for an update, and this is what happens. Experience. Let me go ahead and get an update from Eddie Garcia, and then I'll talk some about Florida, Miami. Where in the world is he? Did he leave again? 
All right, so uh, I'm going to, like, Eddie, turn Eddie's mic off if anybody can control Eddie's mic, although he may have left already. He may not even be in the studio. Who knows? I don't even get to speak in my defense. No, no, no. no. We'll, we'll come to you. You get to speak in your defense. But first, the other members of the jury. I'm a member of the – I'm a prosecutor. Members of the jury are on the show. Danny G, what would you say about the three pieces of evidence that I entered into uh, entered into the case here? All three are very entertaining. But uh, more specifically, what do you want to know about the three what pieces do you think of about, evidence? What do you think about those three pieces? What do you think about Eddie? I think primarily that Eddie should be on trial for leaving – uh, or dereliction of duty. Like, if this were the hunt for Red October, Eddie would be out there. He's supposed to be watching for Russian subs. Yeah. And at any moment, he we can't rely on the fact that he's actually watching the radar. Well, if I was Eddie's attorney, what I would say is he needs to clear out of there so that Deb Carson can get ready to take the next shift. So that you I, guys use this next shift thing. Like oh, you it's are, real. Like it's you were having to exit a jumbo jetliner. Oh, as it's opposed real. to just stand up at a desk and move. No, you should see the way arrows are shot into our back when the next person up is trying to slide into your workstation. So I've seen Eddie at the end of his shift, and that's what he's doing. He's kind of gathering his things, getting out of the way, and then I see Deb in there what spraying you, Lysol okay, all over. You are now arguing that. What you've previously argued is that he's trying to beat traffic. True. I was speaking now as his, shifting your I was argument. speaking as his attorney and you should respect that being a fellow attorney. Dub, what is your take here? Well, first of all, I think the out F, the coverage <laughs> Can we play fantastic. that one more time? This is real. This is not edited. He actually <laughs> dropped an F bomb while trying to do a Geico ad. Geico out, uh, out <laughs> Hello. <laughs> If Geico pulls their sponsorship, it's going to be because Eddie dropped an f bomb. I mean, actually, kind of, kind of good. They're they're not they're not paying enough right Bobby now. Bobby Bonilla deals. Uh, all right, so uh, that was funny. Yeah, I'm not saying these are not funny uh, situations, but if I don't know if he's there and I go to him, and ironically enough, Dub, half the time you're not there either. What really this is about, again, once more, is me being an island of competence surrounded by an ocean of incompetence. Yeah, I was waiting for you to uh, make that point, which is valid. You know, between me showing up late and Eddie leaving early, I mean, I think we've really <laughs> it's, nailed, it's nailed the timing of it. even work. You do show up late. Eddie leaves early. I, we've I cracked the code. When we come back, uh, maybe we'll open up the phone lines and let listeners weigh in, and Eddie can also defend himself. Plus, we're going to talk with Greg Doyle, and we'll dive back into the Andrew Luck news, as well as Florida-Miami and more. Appreciate you spending your Monday mornings with us. Hopefully, you're still there, even if Eddie and Dub aren't on OutKick. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live live from the Geico Outkick Studios. We're going to be joined by Greg Doyle in the next segment uh, from the Indianapolis Star to talk about the shocking news of Andrew Luck's retirement. If you are just waking up with us, first of all, we'll get an Eddie Garcia defense of his his outlandish behavior here shortly. But first, let me play a few of the cuts of Andrew Luck's retirement. I said when I started this show, I couldn't believe it. I was sitting watching the Florida-Miami game when the news popped on Twitter and I saw what Adam Schefter had tweeted out, I was in disbelief. Uh, I thought because we live in this era where lots of people try to create fake accounts for people on social media and sometimes you'll see those get retweeted and think that it's real news and it's not. 
I thought to myself, my God, maybe this is not the real Adam Schefter. So I clicked on his profile, like felt like 20 different times to verify that he was, in fact, reporting that Andrew Luck had decided to retire. This immediately changes everything from a purely football perspective in the AFC South. Uh, the, the data on this is pretty wild in terms of how much difference he brings to bear for the Indianapolis Colts. According to Odd Shark, this is the immediate reaction that came out uh, when the Andrew Luck news hits. Uh, the odd shift. Colts go from 16-1 to 1 to win a Super Bowl to 50-1. to 1. Uh, They go from the favorites at even money to win the AFC South to plus 450. Their win total on the year goes from 9.5 all the way down to 6.5. And And their week one odds go from a three-point underdog as recent as last week all the way out to a 10-point underdog against the Chargers now. This is beyond any shadow of a doubt. Seismic, I think it's the biggest news in a retirement setting going all the way back to Michael Jordan's decision to retire for the first time from the Bulls. Now, Andrew Luck is not as talented as Michael Jordan, certainly. But in terms of how shocking it is, at 29 years old, for Andrew Luck to hang up uh, the jersey, to hang up the spikes, to hang up the shoulder pads. Rob Gronkowski also just retired at 29 years old. Calvin Johnson and Barry Sanders, both for the Lions at the age of 30 couple of other stats for you. Most passing touchdowns in first NFL, six NFL seasons. Andrew Luck in second place behind Dan, Dan Marino. Most passing yards in the first six NFL seasons. Andrew Luck third all-time in NFL history behind Peyton Manning and Dan Marino. Why would Andrew Luck retire? Listen to all of the injuries he's had through six NFL seasons. Torn cartilage in two ribs partially torn abdomen, a lacerated kidney that left him peeing blood, at least one concussion, a torn labrum in his throwing shoulder that would end up costing him a full season as they recovered, and now this calf ankle issue that can't seem to be exactly defined, which is the reason that Andrew Luck retired. And here were a few of the cuts from Andrew Luck, including his reaction to Indianapolis Colt fans booing him as this news crazily broke while he stood on the field, on the sideline, for a preseason game. Here's Andrew Luck in a press conference immediately after the Colts' preseason game. It certainly isn't how I uh, envision this or plan this, Uh, but but I am going to retire. This is not an easy decision. Uh, Honestly, it's the hardest decision of my life, but it is the right decision for me. For the last four years or so, I've been in this cycle of injury, pain, rehab, injury, injury, pain, rehab, and it's been unceasing, unrelenting, both in season, both in and off season. And I've felt stuck in it. And the only way I see out uh, is is to to no longer play football. It's taken my joy of this game away. You never could have imagined walking away from football at the age of 29. Yeah, I, I'll be honest. I didn't imagine retiring when <laughs> I didn't imagine retiring until two weeks ago. So, I, uh, but no, I, I didn't think of it in that way. No, no, it's been the honor of a lifetime to represent the Horseshoe and the city of Indianapolis, both on and off the field. To Mr. Ursay and 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 your family, thank you, thank you so much. I am so grateful to have been drafted here. Your unwavering support is 
incredibly appreciated. I cannot fathom another owner who loves their team as much as you do. And we feel that as players. We appreciate that as players. It permeates through the building. I'd be lying if I didn't say I heard the reaction. Yeah, it hurt. I'll be honest, Chap. It hurt. That's Andrew Luck in his retirement press conference. Now, the question is, is it actually going to stick, or will Andrew Luck, after taking a couple of years off, end up coming back to play again? 67% of you, uh, over 13,000 of you, have voted in the first hour and change of our poll question, do you believe Andrew Luck will play in the NFL again? 67% of you saying no, 33% of you saying yes. All right, so that is the Andrew Luck news. Florida gets the win over Miami. Hawaii gets the win over Arizona. We'll continue to unpack that in the show as well. But if you were just listening to the last segment, we've been having our own major decision here on the show, how to handle Eddie Garcia's increasing failures when it comes to the updates. Let me play these for you one more time. We just played the Andrew Luck retirement press conferences. This is Eddie Garcia Error first time, second time not being present, dereliction of duty, third time dereliction of duty once more. These are three court martialable, I believe, offenses. Listen. Geico out, uh, out <laughs> Hello. Geico out F the coverage. All right, next one. There's no doubt who's in charge in that situation, and he just let them know just by playing the songs. Eddie, I mean, this is this is amazing, right? Did Eddie bail again? He couldn't wait. He couldn't wait two extra minutes for the show to end. What is going on? Like with him leaving the minute he does his last update, and then this one earlier today. Experience. Let me go ahead and get an update from Eddie Garcia, and then I'll talk some about Florida, Miami. Where in the world is he? Did he leave again? All right, Eddie. I mean, those kind of speak for themselves, honestly. What defense would you offer for yourself? Well, first of all, no one brings excitement to the updates like I do. <laughs> that's, that's, you never know what you're going right, to get. That's a, that's, a good, that's a good opening statement. All never right. know what you're going to get from Thank an update. You. That is true, and this is the theater of the mind now, here in to, radio. To break down those three specific instances, I was exonerated by management of an F-bomb. No, if, if, man, if management exonerated you, then they didn't listen to the clip because that is wow. clearly an F-bomb. Clay, Clay Travis calling out management. Totally calling out management That's here. That's unfortunate when you they hear that. You can blame shift as you wish, but uh, hold on. Let's pause here. Everybody, did Eddie drop an F-bomb, Danny G? 1,000%. Yeah. I have the unedited clip, and there's a <laughs> yeah, note in the computer that says, do not play on the air. Yeah. All right, what about you, Fox. Dub? I mean, yeah, he did. Yeah, no, and saying, uh, Roberto. Yeah, he did. You yeah, did, Eddie. Okay. Uh, unanimously, you dropped an f bomb. So that is a that is a poor defense. Management might have said you didn't drop an f bomb because they're trying to avoid FCC violations. Uh, in which case, I support their lie in that case. But you clearly dropped an f bomb. All right, so l- that's not a good defense. All right, so leaving early uh, is a combination of the next person coming in and being, you know, a courteous co-worker and getting out of their way and also yes here in here in in southern california you know about traffic even though you don't live here clay the difference between 10 and 15 minutes getting out of here is enormous night and day and uh, so i try to scoot out a little you know a little early i won't deny that so is it true that you leaving at 554 pacific is different than you leaving at 548 pacific 
in that case, no. But I didn't think you were going to uh, going to be going to me after doing the update at like fifty one past the hour. Sounds like Dub's defense. Yeah, Dub's like I didn't think you were going to talk to me early, so I slept in. And and let's let's also not forget that on occasion Clay is late starting the show because he is run downstairs to get a banana or something and i mean you know i mean oh that's so right, i'm not yeah. the only one who's a little bit late on occasion with you know things are going on and uh the difference is that the music can keep playing and it doesn't <laughs> when i'm not you're there. starting the show you're setting the tone for the hour i don't think i'm and i don't think i've get, ever that and then when late. you get back you're out of breath you can't well, talk. i am out of breath i mean you try to run up three flights of stairs while getting at a breakfast bar i mean I, couldn't you bring the when, breakfast bar up before the show starts, and just I kind of have it sitting I, next I to you? have I have discovered that if you this is a, this is a study, it's not just me that you shouldn't remain seated for long periods of time. So your brain works better if you get up and like take a walk. So I try to get up every hour at least once and walk around my house. So I just went downstairs. Like in the last segment, my uh, eight year old is up watching Jesse. So I sat and watched that Jesse show for a couple minutes with him. And uh, and then after this segment, I'll go back downstairs and make sure my sixth grader is getting up so he can be ready to catch the bus and go to school. And along the process, I'll go get a breakfast bar and I'll check the newspapers and see what the headlines are and everything else during the breaks. Well, finally, I'll just close by saying, as someone who you claim has stormed the beaches of Normandy, yeah, I would, I would a- ask that you just thank me for my service and, and <laughs> lo- overlook these transgressions. It's true. I get a lot of text but people all the time like, did he really storm the beach? Has he been doing these updates for 70 years? Yeah, he has. I mean, he stormed the beaches in Normandy, and then now he does updates on Fox Sports Radio. He's been doing it for 70 years. Uh, all right, we'll think about this. We'll take this under advisement. By the way, we also have in the final segment of the show, I would call it a blockbuster revelation in, the, uh, in our grizzly bear attack mystery that we talked about last week. If you are not familiar, a famous French-Canadian composer – Jean-Paul Gaultier, or is that the designer? <laughs> Julian Gaultier. Julian Gaultier. Maybe Jean-Paul's brother. Maybe. Uh, uh, he disappeared and was allegedly killed by a grizzly bear while camping. And I said, this story just doesn't add up. And there's all sorts of new revelations. So we're going to talk about that in the final segment of the show. But up next, we're going to Indianapolis. Greg Doyle wrote a great column in the Indianapolis Star about this decision by Andrew Luck. We will talk with him. We'll get the latest on the Colts' decision to pay out Andrew Luck. Uh, Does he believe that Andrew Luck will ever return? How stunning was this news? How is the city of Indianapolis responding? And what is the impact long range in the NFL? All of those discussion points with Greg Doyle up next. This is Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis. Welcome back, Geico Outkick Studios. Joined now by Greg Doyle, Indianapolis star, and before that, he was at CBS Sports, and uh, we overlapped there for a while. Greg, I appreciate you coming on the show. Great column uh, reacting to this Andrew Luck news, and it's column writing that is under the gun uh, in terms of not really knowing. I don't imagine that this was all going to break. Where were you when you saw the Adam Schefter tweet initially come down, and what was your immediate reaction? Hey, Clay. Um, my, well, I was in the press box watching the game. It's the fourth quarter. I'm actually not watching the game at all. I'm writing my story on something else, Yep. anything else. Um, at this point, it really doesn't matter. And so it's like 9.30, the news breaks. My deadline's 11. So I'm hoping it's not real for the pure, selfish reason of I, don't, I can't deal with this right now. There's, this can't be real. 
not at nine thirty at night. Um, so I'm, hey, I'm hoping it was a, you know how there's a lot of fake accounts. I'm sure you've got a couple yep. too in your name. But I'm hoping that's it. Someone says no, this is really Schefter, and then I'm and I'm hoping and I'm actually thinking. I really am thinking. Well, then someone hacked him. He's going to send a tweet out in an hour saying, "I'm sorry, guys, I got hacked." Because there's no way this is true. Um, but obviously it was true, and give me rewrite. So, I mean, it, it's a bombshell. I mean, and it's rare to say this in the world of sports news, but you are in the press box there at Lucas Oil Stadium, and I imagine it's spreading like wildfire through the press box, and everybody's like, oh, my God, are you seeing this? And then do you think to yourself for a second, let me look down on the field and see Andrew Luck there. That had to be a surreal experience in and of itself to have that news story breaking while he's standing on the sideline. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm – I'm writing furiously, but I'm also looking around. I'm looking at the crowd to see how are they reacting. You know, we're in a closed air press box, so I can't hear anything. Just watching them, looking for that reaction. And you see a couple people, and there's not many people left in the building at this point, but you see a couple people looking like, oh, no, there's their phones. You can tell, okay, you know, you know, you know. But on the sideline, Luck is just standing there clapping on his team, and it, it occurred to me that he doesn't know that we know. I don't know, or if he does know, he's just you know, playing poker right now, but he. He carried on like business as usual. The only time that he ever gave any indication of, oh, no, the word's out, because he thought there was going to be a press conference the next day. He didn't. He wasn't planning to announce it in an hour. Um, but the, the only time, the first time I think he realized, oh, no, it's out, because he's not studying his phone on the sideline. Nobody is. Is He's walking off the field, and all of a sudden everybody's booing him. And you can look, and I've watched the video a million times, and I watched him walk off the field too, but I've studied it. You can tell there's a moment where the smile goes off his face, and, and it all hits him all in one moment, like, Oh no! Not only does the word out, but this is the response I'm getting. Are you surprised? We're talking to Greg Doyle. You can follow him on Twitter. Thank him for coming on the show at Greg, and I'll tweet out the link when I send out the podcast at Greg Doyle Star. Were you surprised by the way the crowd react in terms of the booze and how? I know you said you're in the press box, so you can't 100 percent tell. How representative of the community that was left in that stadium do you think the booing was? Well, I'm so glad you're asking the representative question because, you know, when something like this happens, when, when Kevin Durant pops his Achilles and fans are cheering or whatever happens, um, we turn on entire fan bases. And Lord knows when I was at CBS and I was a, a rabble rouser, I would do that myself. And I, you might remember this, when, when Lane Kiffin left Tennessee and people were mad about that, I'm sure I painted a very broad brush. Like, look at Tennessee fans. It, it wasn't, I mean, it was some Tennessee fans, but it damn sure wasn't the fan base. You know, and there, there's a couple bad apples everywhere you go. Anyway, there was a lot of bad apples in the crowd that night. It was, it was not the entire building, but it, there weren't many people left. And I do think you got to take into account, like if you're doing a, a political survey, you take into account where you're getting your information from. If you go to, if you go to a rich country club and you poll people, you might, you might think that, oh, America is very, very much Republican. Well, maybe not. I mean, it just depends on where you are. The last few minutes of, of that awful game, the only people left in the building are just the hardcore, just hardcore fans. And they're mad. They're mad. And But I don't think the entire city is that way. But I just think the, the small group of people in that building, they were mad. And I was very, very disappointed and, and sad and, and actually angry at them. I, was, I did a post-game radio hit, uh, I'm sorry, video hit for, for my newspaper afterwards. And I had to literally drop my mic and walk away in the middle of it because I was about to start cursing. I was so upset at what – because Andrew Luck is a great I – mean, he's not just, a, he's not just a, a great player and all that. He's better than us as a person. I mean, he's a – I'm not overstating it. He's wonderful. And to treat that guy that way because you're mad he won't play your game anymore, I'm about to start cursing again. It is a fascinating window, and that's why I think your piece was so interesting uh, analyzing it. 
and I think with what I have done in terms of interacting with NFL players uh, in the after their careers are over, I think your average fan underrates the mental, physical, and emotional toll that playing football will put up on someone, maybe uniquely compared to other sports because the physicality of it is just so brutal, maybe similar in some ways to hockey. Uh I, I know that that obviously was coming through in the way that Andrew Luck was addressing the media in that post-game press conference, but is, is this a sort of a uh, an eye-opening moment? People can point to Gronk, they can point to Barry Sanders, and they can point to Calvin Johnson as guys who went away at the age of 29 or 30, but they weren't quarterbacks. We really haven't seen anything like what we saw on Saturday night in Indianapolis. People want to... They want to give me a hard time because I said this This now replaces Jim Brown and, and more recently, yes, Sanders and Johnson as the most shocking retirement in NFL history. People want to give me a hard time about that. Listen, everybody else, including Gronk and I list, Sanders, Johnson, Brown, everybody else retired with their best years behind them. And Jim Brown was still at the top of his game, but his best, I mean, he was, his best years were behind All their best years were behind him, every last one of them. They'll look at their stats. They were all on the down, down slope. Not dramatically down slope, but their best years were behind them. And in Brown's case, and Gronk, they won Super Bowls or world titles. Andrew Luck, his best years were ahead of him. He hadn't yet become what everybody said he was going to become. He hadn't gone to the Super Bowl yet. He hadn't even made All-Pro yet. He's in the Pro Bowl, yes. He never made All-Pro. His best years. So no one's ever done this. And you're right, quarterback is different. So there's never been something like this. I, I could be guilty of recency bias. I understand that. But I really think time's going to show, if he doesn't come back, this is the big one. This is the bigger than all the rest of them. Um, and yet people do. You know, you know who forgets that the mental and emotional toll? And I'm about to tell you a real quick story about how I'm guilty of this too. People who don't understand, who've never dealt with it themselves, or don't know about their life and, and believe it's real, don't understand how hard the emotional toll can be just of living life. It doesn't matter how rich you are. When Michael Beasley came out for the NBA draft about 10 years ago, I was at CBS. Like I said, I was a bad dude at CBS. Um, he came out second pick overall, I think it was, and almost immediately that first off season, that first summer with Miami Heat, it comes out he's battling with depression. And me being the dumbass that I am. I wrote, uh, let me be 6'9 and skilled and a millionaire and second overall draft pick living on South Beach. Let me have that life and let me see if I could live it without being depressed. I, lo- I wrote those words. And 10 years later, I've gone through some stuff, and I couldn't be more ashamed of that. And I, I bring it up not because I wish it had never happened. I do wish it had never happened. But I bring it up to remind me and hopefully maybe so somebody else out there that until you've walked a few miles in those, in those shoes and now I have, uh, don't judge anybody. It, it is – you mentioned, and, and I think that's well said in general, uh, but you also mentioned if he doesn't come back. And, and I put up a poll question. The guy's 29. He obviously is not in great physical health right now. But let's say he goes away from, for a year or even a year and a half and suddenly starts feeling better. Jim Ursay has already hinted at, I want maybe this guy to come back and play for me again. I think that's a part of the financial decision – that the Colts made in continuing to give him his money. Uh, what do you think happens? What do you think the chances are that this press conference is the last time we really see Andrew Luck as an athlete, or do you think there's a good chance one day he does come back in the near future? I think there's a chance, and not just in the sense that, well, there's always a, you know, there's a chance it could snow in Phoenix tomorrow. I don't mean like that. I, mean, I do think there's a chance, but not a good one. I mean, how, you look back at, at history, the, the names we named, how many guys do come back? after an entire year off. How many guys come back to football? 
after you're off. Michael Jordan did it. Michael Jordan is, of course, about the most unique competitor athlete, and, and he had all kinds of reasons and conspiracy theories about why he took that year off in the first place. Who, who's ever done it? Who's ever come back? No, really nobody. They, once you leave, you don't come back. Uh, I mean, boxers come back. You know, guys, but for the most, Brett Favre came back, but he didn't take a year off. Uh, guys don't come back. So I don't think he will. Having said that, he's, as he mentioned, the cycle, the physical cycle, the, the, the injury, the pain, the rehab, you know, he, he's retiring right now, and it feels clear to him right now because he's in pain. He's tired of dealing with the rehab. He's tired of the cycle. Well, a year from now, he's going to feel a whole lot better. And his brain is – you know he's going to fight this, whether he gives into it or not, we'll see. But you know his brain's going to tell him, Andrew, you're, you're healthy now. You've been through – you know, it's a fluke, it's bad luck, but you're healthy. You're 30. Go back out there and do it. That's a question he's going to have to answer for himself in a year. I, I don't think he's coming back because I don't think um, – I mean, he loves the sport. He, uh, last year he was in love with the game. It was, like, kind of cool listening to him talk about – I mean, he sounded like a little kid talking about being back with football last year after the shoulder deal took away 2017. He's uh, – he loves. I don't know that you walk away with what he still had left in the tank if you truly, truly, truly love the sport enough that you're going to come back one year later. I think he loves football, but not at the level that he's going to have to, he's going to, have to come back. I don't think he will. We're talking to Greg Doyle, Indianapolis star. What do the Colts do now? I mean, because this is a big deal in the AFC South and as big of a Super Bowl uh, contender as the Colts were and as big of a story as the NFL is, it's not as if you're not going to be writing about Jacoby Brissett and the remainder of the Colts for years to come as the lead columnist there at the Indianapolis Star. How, what do the Colts do? I mean, because they're sort of in this holding pattern where if they think Andrew Luck might come back, then you don't go into the draft and go get a guy in the first round as your quarterback. But don't you have to pretend that he's not going? I mean, how do you handle this kind of going forward? He's really kind of dropped the bombshell on the Colts organization at this point in time, given that he's doing it 14 days before the season starts. Yeah, I mean, Jim Irsay is the ultimate optimist, which is one reason why Colts fans are so mad around here, because he's always said he's always been wrong, but it's not because he's been lying. He just, you know, with his heart, thinks Andrew will be back from that shoulder thing faster than he was. Andrew will be back and better than ever from the calf thing, and he never came You know, Andrew, Irsay just hopes. And so he hopes that luck's coming back. Chris Ballard's not that way. Um, I... The, the team, the franchise will, will not be, I can promise you, will not be held hostage by, is he coming back or not? They're, they're moving forward without him. Now, they'll probably go into the NFL draft next year, the offseason, and if Andrew's coming back, he'll let them know. They're not going to go into the draft next year wondering. So uh, they're, they're full speed ahead until told otherwise that he's not coming back. So that's, that's, that's tomorrow. Today, they are better. This happened two years ago in a way. I mean, Luck missed the whole season. They're better positioned than they were two years ago. Brissett was the quarterback then, too, but they went 4-12. and 12. But, A, the roster night and day better, night and day better. But also, Brissett joined that team, I think, the weekend of the opening game. Like, they played at L.A. against the Rams, and Brissett was with the team for, like, three days, goes in the field, and his first pass with the Colts, like a 50-yard bomb that they complete. He ended up going for 3,000 yards and 15 starts that year. Um, he's, as I say, they're better positioned than they were two years ago. They're better positioned than most teams would be. They're not going to be what they were without luck, so I'm not being stupid. But, but Brissett is a better backup than – perhaps every backup in the league. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm willing to listen, but I'm not sure there's a better backup than Brissett in the league. Did you – I know you said you're sitting in the press box, and we're talking to Greg Doyle, Indianapolis star, when that news from Adam Schefter breaks and you start to see it kind of trickle and percolate through certainly the press box and then also the crowd. Did you have any clue that this might happen? I mean, there's lots of whispers sometimes behind the scenes. Indianapolis is not a massive city. It's not like it's New York or L.A. Uh, or – 
do you think, like when this news came down, you were utterly floored just like about everybody else was? Looking back, is there were there indications, whispers that this might be being contemplated, or was it totally out of left field? Utterly floored. I wish I could tell you, you know what? Like, actually, I kind of I never wondered, not for a second. I did wonder if he was going to play this year because uh, you know the calf thing. They kept saying it's no big deal, it's no big deal. But the longer that thing went on, the more I thought this is weird. I did send a tweet out before the game. The previous week against the Browns at home, Luck was on the field doing drills that we were told he can't do. He was doing them and throwing the football and laughing and giggling. I wrote an entire story saying, finally we have a good sign. Andrew Luck's on the field doing the drills we were told he can't do, and he's laughing about it. His pain must be better. We finally have a good sign. One week later, he wasn't on the field at all, never showed up. And I tweeted out, hey, guys, a week after Luck's pregame workout sent the world nuts, I'm not sure what it means, but he wasn't on the field today. Even then, I wasn't thinking, I wonder if he's going to quit. I, I just thought he doesn't want to show us anymore. Uh, but anyway, no, I had no clue. You, you know, I wouldn't have been more surprised if I'd woken up with my head stone to the carpet, as they said in Christmas vacation. <laughs> uh, bigger picture for the NFL. Sometimes when guys make decisions like this, there are other guys that sit around, it seems like, and they start to contemplate it themselves as well. As the money has grown in football, and Andrew Luck had, I think, a salary of over $100 million thereabouts, let's assume that he hasn't splurged and spent it all like Adrian Peterson did and is in decent financial shape. Do you think we'll see more Andrew Lucks where guys get the big money and then say, hey, I got $100 million. I can never spend this in my life. I'm still 100% healthy. I'll walk away now. Certainly Calvin Johnson, Barry Sanders, Rob Gronkowski, now Andrew Luck. There's a long period of time, and those are the four biggest names who have done this around the same age. You mentioned Jim Brown years and years ago. Will this become in some way a trend in your mind, or is Andrew Luck going to be an outlier? Well, you can see that it's accelerated. There's Jim Brown. There was Robert Smith, the Vikings, yes. um, and Sanders around the same time, both those guys. Uh, and then in the last, what, five years, you've had three guys. So it, it's clearly accelerating. Um, I wouldn't want to go so far as to say trend as if it's going to happen two or three t- players a year. But even with Le'Veon Bell last year, that guy has made so much money that he was willing to sell off an entire year. Yeah, it was a financial risk, and, a bar- and he was you know betting on himself, but, but he didn't need the money bad enough. Like uh, he knows the shelf life for running back is not that long. He was willing to risk it. I don't, you know, I can sit it a year out. So there will be people. Gronk did it. Luck did it. Having said that, both those guys are are different. I mean, they're different. I mean, I mean Gronk is such a guy. You think he loves football so much that he'll just play forever. But he's such an off the field goofball that you just can't guess with Gronk. And then Luck, of course. I mean, he's not. He's he's not a football player. He's a. He doesn't have. A, I mean, he is, but. He doesn't have a Twitter account, for example. He's got a book club. Andrew Luck is the guy, unlike in a world where everybody else goes to hospitals and, and spends time with kids, and then there's, it always is a post on Instagram somehow that we all get to see what they did. Luck goes to Riley Hospital for Children here in Indy and doesn't tell anybody. And the only people that know about it are the parents of the kids who are there. The, the nurses see him, and sometimes I hear about it, but I'm not writing it because that's not why he's there. So he's not like everybody else, I, which means I don't see a lot of people following his footsteps, no matter how much money there is to be made. Because luck is, uh, he's not one in a million, but he's a little bit more rare than that. All right, last question for you, uh, Greg Doyle. And thanks for getting up early with us. Indianapolis Star columnist wrote a great piece about Andrew Luck on the fly when this news broke on uh, Saturday night in uh, Indianapolis. What does Andrew Luck do 
from an Indianapolis perspective. Is this a guy who just kind of vanishes? You mentioned he doesn't have an Instagram profile. He doesn't have Twitter. He's not somebody who seems to be drawing a lot of attention. It wouldn't stun me at all if he hops a plane and he and his wife are traveling around for a while. Do you think he will be a public figure in any way going forward? Or do you think he kind of just craves being anonymous and he's going to kind of disappear now? Oh, disappear. He's Greta Garbo is what Andrew Luck's going to do. He did say he can't wait to support Jacoby Brissett. And I, on, on, on the one hand, that sounds like, okay, you're going to be at practice. You're going to you know, almost be a, a volunteer coach down the road or something. I don't know what that means. I think it means probably behind the scenes and phone calls and text messages. Andrew Luck is so private. He's so private. We didn't know what his fiance, girl, now wife, and she's pregnant. We didn't know what she looked like for years. Um, and so I, I don't even know that he's going to live around here anymore, especially after he got booed. I, I don't want to overstate that, but um, he, he grew up. I mean, he's a, not an army brat, but sort of like that. His dad Oliver was in the exit, was in Europe, you know, Euro NFL and all that stuff. So Lux lived all over the place, and I don't know that Indy. I mean, he doesn't have any ties to Indy besides the you know the six years that he he already has invested here. But I don't know where he goes from here. But no, we're not going to see him much. He's he's going to disappear. He does not like attention, and and that's no joke outstanding stuff as always greg doyle i appreciate you coming on great job on that column encourage people to write it out we will tweet it this uh is outkick appreciate it my man thank you Uh, we'll be back update on the grizzly bear also florida and uh miami as well as hawaii and arizona and again the canadian grizzly bear story if you have not heard it tell your boss you're gonna be late for work because this is gonna be a blockbuster this is outkick on fox sports radio This is Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis. Welcome back, Geico Outkick Studios here, Monday edition. Hope you guys are having a fantastic start to your week. We've spent a ton of time unpacking the Andrew Luck story. And uh, the poll question is up. Nearly 18,000 of you have voted in the first uh, two hours. Do you believe Andrew Luck will play in the NFL again 66% of you saying no, 34% of you saying yes. If you will listen to the show regularly, and if you don't, I don't know what you're doing with your life. Last week, we had an Animal Thunderdome story that has continued to uh, to, to basically fascinate us. It is a uh, grizzly bear dragging a man in northwest Canada who was a composer. And I said we'd spent a lot of time unpacking this, that it made no sense and uh, details, Danny G, you did research over the weekend. The media has gotten a bunch of stuff wrong, and the mystery continues to grow. Yeah, it seems like we asked all the right questions that the other media outlets were too lazy to, Clay, because I called the CBC, which is Canada's version of CNN, and their go-to reporter in Northwestern Territories, her name is Avery Zingel. She talked to me at length about Julian Gauthier yesterday. Here's what they reported incorrectly on and this all came from a big french newspaper she says that had a lot of details incorrect turns out that the cellist was not with them at so the first time of all of the, the report let me say what the report was the report was initially that there were three people camping in northwest canada yep they were in three different tents there was the composer who was killed by the grizzly bear there was a biologist and yep. there was a, a cellist. cellist, a cello player, and that there were two women and one man on this trip. It turns out that there were not three tents. There was one tent, which is one of the things we were pointing out, uh-huh. and there were only two people there. Yeah, and she says the other outlets just lazily copied the story from this French newspaper, which is how incorrect details 
got out there. She also says that People's website and some others who said he was, quote unquote, dragged from his tent, were doing loose journalism because no one has yet to interview the biologist who reported this the next day. But is refusing to be interviewed. Right. She didn't know that her, supposedly didn't know that her travel partner, Julian, was attacked in the middle of the night. She has declined the CBC's request. Uh, Authorities did find evidence of a bear attack at the campsite, but they wouldn't say if it was at the tent or just in the campsite. So Avery said she's waiting for the studies that are being done on the grizzly bear and the black bear that were killed in that area the day after. As far as she knows, like you said, it's just one tent, two people, and so it gets even fishier now. So she, and and we've requested that this reporter come on and share more details about the grizzly bear attack. Correct. I'm waiting to hear back. I did send in an official request to have her on the air. But this thing, I mean, we were right to ask all the questions and say this thing wasn't adding up. Dub, it still is not adding up, right? I mean, the waters are just murkier now. This adds so much more. I mean, all the details were wrong in the story, basically. None of them, I mean, the she, the cellist wasn't even there, he How says. How about the, the fact bo- that if you're this random cellist, they just report that you're in the woods at a, a bear attack? Yeah, one of the outlets even listed her by name. Yeah. So you know people hit her up after that, like, hey, what happened? Are you all right? And she wasn't even there. Now, uh, apparently she had traveled with them in the past, but she was not there during this attack. Yeah, I mean, this seems like a lot for the media to get wrong, but it also is still, I mean, there's still just as many questions now as there were before. Because if the person was actually in the tent with him, it makes it even crazier that the idea that she wouldn't have heard about the the report. I mean, they're, they're, I just the media has gotten so much wrong about this that I want uh, we need to know more, right? I mean, we got to get this woman on. How about a sports talk radio show doing better in depth investigation than a lot of these news outlets who just copied what the French newspaper put it out? It doesn't there. surprise me at all that that would be the case. Just a lot of copy and pasting yes. going on nowadays. Yes, people don't ask questions nowadays. They Good just job, accept Danny G. whatever they're told. And so they just they just reiterate whatever they're told. They don't like even say, hey, wait a minute, this doesn't add up. Like The logic on this is flawed. I mean, this is one reason this show has been so successful because I think there's a huge craving in the American public for somebody to at least ask decent questions. Not to be perfect in terms of every analysis, certainly not. Although, by the way, hate to brag, the blood bank guarantee hit. We went 2-0 with our gambling picks yesterday over the weekend in college football. I'll have a bunch more of those for you this week with college football being back and week one officially being here. But that's what we're going to do. We got to be the uh, the bastions of uh, of journalism, evidently in this country. Ask the good, good job, Danny G. Thank you. You need to roll your momentum, Clay, into your television show now. I do need to roll my momentum into the television show. I did. We did roll the momentum. Uh, by the way, the wins and losses podcast this week. Rachel Bonetta is fantastic. It's good, right? Uh, right, Dub. Really good stuff with her. Oh, no doubt. And uh, I didn't really know much about her before that interview. Just that she was, you know, hosting your television show on FS1. So it's a great listen. Interesting story. Definitely should check it out. Yeah, she's I mean, it's fantastic. Uh, And we'll be live uh, 430 Eastern, 330 Central, 230 Mountain, 130 Pacific with Lock It In. Get you ready for the opening week of college football season. Win by Florida, but man, they looked awful. Miami looked mediocre. And how about Arizona? Yikes. This has been OutKick on Fox Sports Radio. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. 
product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare hey it's jonas knox all right game off we got to pause here to talk more about monopoly go i know what you're saying flag on the play you already talked about that but there's just so much good stuff in this game in monopoly go you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards the more you win together the more awesome prizes you unlock and there's so much to get unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on!